I just wanted to share a few thoughts. We want to welcome you here this morning. If you are visiting, thanks for coming, and we enjoyed having your kids with us, and uh, they just did a fabulous job. Um, I just want to speak for a few minutes on what the kids were actually taught this week. So I'm going to be talking to both the kids and the adults this morning. The kids were taught five important lessons about God and about life. And one thing that I picked up on quickly, uh, you probably heard this when the kids came home, but when Mandy or the teachers would make a major point, um, the kids, what would you say? You would go... Very good. All right. That's what. So I'm going to ask you to do that with me at different times through my uh, little talk here. Is my is my uh, PowerPoint thing down there? Where what? See my. All right. Good. All right. Wow, Stephanie, that was great. I want to give you my take on some of these things, but the first thing that the kids learned this morning, all right, Ryan, we're going to try this. We have issues every week. You're going to have to be my wingman. It's not working for whatever reason. God lovingly created you. I love it. Boy, why can't, where are the kids at when I preach every Sunday morning here? You know, they're downstairs. God has lovingly created you. I already said that. All right, never mind. I need to give you a cue or something like that. How many of you kids love waffles? You love waffles? How many of you love homemade waffles from scratch? Dean, you're not a kid. Put your hand down, all right? So would you, would you rather have homemade waffles made from scratch or those frozen ego type? Ego. <laughs> ego. All right. I think we'd rather have the homemade stuff, right? Anything homemade is better than the generic frozen stuff. Well, it's kind of the same with us. When God made us, He made us all from scratch. He custom made each and every one of us here this morning. No one is made from a cookie cutter mold, but He's made each and every one of us as a unique, one-of-a-kind individual with our own traits, our own abilities. Kids, you are your own person. And I was looking at the animal kingdom, and look at how God and what God did when he made the animals that surround us. The first one is the cheetah. The cheetah can go from zero to 60 in about three seconds. It's quite amazing. The next one is the snow leopard. Um, Jenna, I want you to stand. Mandy, I want you to stand. Would you believe that the snow leopard can, in one leap, can leap from there to there in one leap? Fifty feet. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you. Appreciate that. One leap. That's what a snow leopard can do. For a <laughs> I would leap fifty feet for a homemade waffle. The peregrine falcon, it can dive up to 242 miles an hour just on its prey. The next animal is an elephant seal. Would you believe that an elephant seal can hold its breath for two hours? Two hours. And it can dive to depths of over one mile in the ocean. 
And even more amazing are the blue whales. The blue whales are the largest mammal, largest animal known to man on the planet. They weigh over 300,000 pounds. Their hearts alone, the heart of a blue whale weighs as much as a car. It's not only amazing that these creatures can even survive and swim in the oceans, but they can live to be as old as 100 years old. Their their frequencies, the sounds that they make, they can be heard from over a thousand miles away. God created these animals. God created you. You are much more special to God than animals are to God. If God custom-made animals like this, you can rest assured, kids, adults, that God custom-made you. You may wish that you had different looks or different traits or different characteristics. We all do from time to time. But God made you to be you. Not someone else, but He made you to be you. Some of you have red hair. Some of you have dark hair. Some of you have light skin. Some of you have dark skin. Some of you have curly hair. Some of you are born to have no hair. No comments from the peanut gallery back there on that one, please. But here we go, kids. First thing you learned, God lovingly created you. Oh, you're fading on me a little bit. Psalm 139 get there. God said this, For you form my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you whenever, when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were all written, the day's fashion for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God, O great is the sum of them. Never forget that, kids, how you were created by God. Number two, go ahead. God is for you. Kids learned a lesson about Joshua this week, I believe they did. They learned about Joshua and how God chose him to take Moses' place, a tall, tall order. He chose Joshua to take the place of Moses and lead the Israelites into the promised land. In this account, God was going to give Joshua, the Israelites, the city of Jericho, but Joshua was just like you and I. He had his fears, he had his anxieties from time to time. But listen to what God said to Joshua. It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, the children of Israel. From the wilderness of this Lebanon, as far as the great river Euphrates, I am giving it to you. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. 
I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. That is the message that God has for all of us, kids and adults alive. Even he even used a woman in the city of Jericho that God was going to destroy. This woman named Rahab, she started off as an enemy of God. She started off as an enemy of the Israelites. But at the last minute she decided to turn and help Joshua and the Israelites. And because of that, because she turned and followed God, because she became for God, she was for God, she too learned what would happen. She was the only one in the city of Jericho that was of Jericho that survived because she was for God. Kids, adults, there will be times in your lives when God will lead us into something, will lead you into something very frightening, very scary, But may we never forget that as long as we are for God, here we go, God is for us. You're getting it. All right. Number three. Third thing that we learn on day three is God is always with you. It's easy to forget this simple fact, but it's true. Note that the word says God is always, says always. As a matter of fact, did you know that there is no place on this earth, there is no place in life that you can go where God doesn't know where you're at? There's any place. Um, Jess and our grandkids were in this weekend and they left this morning or else they would have been up here. But um, sometimes at the house we'll play hide and go seek. We all love that game. But at their ages, I don't think that uh, Emma and Sawyer quite get it yet. Whenever they're off hiding in the house and I enter the room where they are at and I'm getting ready to try and look for them, they pop out and say, here I am. (laughs) They don't quite get the object of that game. Obviously, you're trying to go to where no one can find you, but that is not possible with God. God always knows where you're at. He always knows what you're doing. He knows where we are. As a matter of fact, he not only knows where we are. The Bible tells us back in Psalm 139 that God knows what we're thinking and what we're doing. Now think about that for a second. Kids, kids wave at me if you're listening to me. Okay. God knows not only where you're at, He knows what you're thinking and He knows what you're doing. Listen to this. O Lord, David said, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. He knows when you get up in the morning. He knows that school is getting ready to start in a couple of weeks. He knows how soon you have to get up for that. He knows everything about your life. He said, you understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down. And are acquainted with all of my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high and I cannot attain it. Those who love the Lord, this is a wonderful, comforting thought. Knowing that God is always with you will be the main thing that will carry you through some of your darkest moments in life. But if you don't know God, knowing that you can never get away from Him can be a scary thought, can't it? It can be a scary thought. 
Kids also learn the story of Gideon in the book of Judges this week. At this time in history, Israel was basically sinning against God, and so God let them fall into the hands of the Midianites. And the people of Israel cried out to God. So God rose up a man named Gideon. But Gideon, too, needed some friendly persuasion. He, too, needed to hear from God. I want you to listen to this, speaking that God is always with us. Judges 6, 12 through 16. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. It's interesting how God views us. Notice how God viewed Gideon, not how Gideon viewed Gideon, but God viewed Gideon how he saw him to be. You mighty man of valor. Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all of this happened to us? Where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you. And you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. What a story. To make a long story short, Gideon gave himself into the hands of God and God used him to defeat the Midianites and free the Israelites. This third lesson, kids, God is always with you. All right, we're getting there. Two more. Number four. God will always love you. What a wonderful thought, adults, right? What a wonderful thought. There will be times in our lives, kids, there will be times in our life, adults, when it will seem like we're all alone, when it will seem like there's no one that really loves us, but God always loves us. Yeah, you're paying attention. All right, okay. Kids, you know that mom and dad love you. What are some ways that mom and dad show that they love you? They clothe you. They give you food. They take you to school. They take you to your sporting events. They take you to all your activities. They help you with your homework. They practice with you. Sometimes they correct you when you need to be corrected, whenever you do some crazy things, right? But what about God? How do we know that God loves us? It tells us in John 3.16 that God so loved the world that He gave His only, emphasize those two words, His one and only Son. He so loved us that He gave His one and only Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Kids, if you were to ask Jesus, how much do you love me, Jesus? Jesus would say, I love you this much. And he stretched out his arms and said, this is how much I love you. As he died on the cross for you kids, that's how much Jesus loves you. I've said this to my kids. You parents have said this to your children. There isn't anything, kids, that you can do. There isn't anything, Parker, Jenna, that you can do to make me love you any less. Parents, you know that. There isn't anything that you can do that will make me love you any less. Now, 
their behavior, kids, your behavior will dictate the kind of relationship that you have with your parents. But there isn't anything that you can do that will make your parents love you any less. And God is the same. There isn't anything that you can do that will make Him love you less. He loves you now. You can't do anything more to make Him love you. The kind of relationship that you have with God will dictate that relationship. Your behavior will dictate that. But there isn't anything that you can do. God, kids, God is crazy about you. He's crazy about you. You may have heard this as well, but if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. It's a big refrigerator, isn't it? Number four, what a wonderful thought, that God will always love you. All right. And one more before the kids come up to sing some more for us. God made you for a reason. Wow, God. How many of you have one of these smartphones? Yeah? No. Unfortunately, huh? Smartphones or iPads or things like this or HD TVs. Let's let's pretend that you've never seen one of these things. Our life would be a lot easier, right? But let's just pretend that you have never seen one of these before. And someone showed you this phone for the first time and you saw all the incredible things that you can do with this phone. There are two things that you would know for sure about this phone. Number one, someone highly intelligent had to have first thought about it, right? Had to have first thought about it. And number two, this someone, this highly intelligent being, then had to create it with a definite, specific purpose in mind. Those are two facts that you cannot get away from. Kids, the same thing with us as humans. It's amazing how some say that we as humans are just an accident. It's it's amazing how some say that just by a big bang, some millions and billions and billions of years ago, you and I came to be, that you're just an accident. But look at how complex your bodies are. I'll give you a couple of facts. That is a strand of DNA. Kids, adults, we all have DNAs that make up who we are. If you were to uncoil a human DNA, it would stretch for what, a 10 billion miles in length. Just one DNA. Think about that. One DNA would stretch for 10 billion miles. The human eye... The human eye is so sensitive, it can pick up, it can, te- it can detect differences of 10 million colors. Kids, you'll get a kick out of this. When you sneeze, you sneeze at 100 miles an hour. Isn't that crazy? Don't try it right now beside someone. Just, just take my word for it. You sneeze, as a, if, uh, the hand that you write with, those fingernails grow faster than the other hand. Just crazy. In an adult human, blood circulates a total of 10,000 miles a day in your body. Think about that. Your, butt, your blood right now is circulating, and it will circulate 10 or 12,000 miles in one day through your body. The brain, 
The brain contains 86 billion nerve cells joined by 100 trillion connections. That's more than the number of stars in the Milky Way, kids. Just crazy. All one has to do is to look at our bodies, look at how complex, how incredibly intricate our body, and we can see that there is a divine creator that made you. A divine creator who not only made you, but he had us made for a specific purpose. And kids and adults alike, make no mistake, you were made for a purpose and God has a specific plan in mind for you. He's given all of us abilities. Some of you kids are really good. How many of you kids like math? Do you like math? Anybody like math in here? All right. It's okay to like math. There's nothing wrong with that. I hate math. I can't do math. Some of you are great at math and he wants you to maybe to go on to become teachers. Some of you are great athletes. He wants you to go on to become an athlete. Some of you are great at uh, accounting or maybe being bankers. Some of you are great readers and great writers. Cooks. Some of you are really good with cars, construction. Some of you will one day be up on a stage like this and you'll be playing a guitar or a piano or you'll be singing. Or God has given every single one of you something special. Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Next it tells us in Ephesians. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation... Don't let that get away from you. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. And Ephesians 2.10, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Listen, kids, before you were born, before your mom and dads were born, before this world was ever created, God was thinking about you. Now that is something that should make us all go, wow, God. Before He created it all, God had a plan. God was thinking about you. And notice that it says from the foundation of the world, he had a plan for you, but it also says that we need to walk in that plan. Kids, that's why it's so important for you to follow God, to walk after God, to give him your total life. And I'm almost done. If we seek God with all of our heart, then give God our hearts, ask him to forgive us of our sins and make us clean inside then allow God to live in our hearts for the rest of our lives. We will find out what that plan is. We will fulfill that plan and we will be fulfilled in knowing what that plan is. I'm going to give this back to Mandy and the kids, but just real quick, kids, and then I'm going to get down. Let's just review. Number one, God lovingly created you. Number two, God is for you. God is always with you. God will always love you. And God made you for a reason. Good job. Awesome. Let me pray with you and then we'll have me and the kids come back up. Lord, thank you for the truth of your word. God, I thank you that you have custom made each and every one of these kids just like you custom made each and every one of us as adults. 
Lord, you have a purpose and a plan for all of us. And we thank you, Lord, that this week I pray that the kids, there have been kids that have understood that, that has been grasped and, and been implanted into their hearts and their minds. That they will grow up to follow you. They will grow up to give you themselves. They will grow up to find out what it is your plan is for their life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for making us in a wonderful and a beautiful way. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Come on up, kids. The first song that we're going to sing for you is God is for me.
like in the last several years um, during Vacation Bible School, we've taken up an, a love offering. And when we do that, um, for the last, I don't know how many years, we have supported uh, the Christian Children's Home of Ohio. They're kind of based out of Worcester. It was started in 1969. They provide foster care for kids who need it, um, family counseling. Kids can go to camps. And this year they sent us a letter saying that if you kind of needed something like a purpose, that um, they were looking at purchasing a playground and some of that equipment, like each piece was over $1,000. And that seemed a little lofty for us, but they were also um, collecting money because they wanted to purchase some bicycles and helmets and skateboards for kids. And they said that would cost about $100 per child for that. And it was like, you know what? Bikes, skateboards, helmets, we can do that. And so back on the sanctuary doors, we have two bicycles. This, week's with, this week with the kids bringing in an offering, they raised, and also the voting for the robots last week, thank you, um, we've raised $225. So we've been able to purchase two bicycles and helmets for kids. And so at this time, I have some youth that are going to come and take up a love offering, and we were hoping that we could maybe purchase three or even four bicycles for these kids in need because we talked about this week about God has a purpose in our lives and sometimes that purpose isn't always readily we don't always know right away what God has for us but how fortunate we are that we've got loving families and people that can bring us to church and not not all kids are that lucky and so we wanted to be able to do something for other children and this was just kind of our way so senior youth if you want to go back and Ken has the plates and they'll be collecting, and we're just going to keep singing if that's all right. And feel free to sing. I think you'll know this next one.
Kids, I didn't tell you to leave. Oh, now they're peppy. All right. Um, at this time, if we could have all of the people that help with Vacation Bible School, whether you came and, well, just, you know who you are. You're exhausted like I am. So come on up if you were able to help in any capacity this week. I think we had as much adults, as many adults as we did kids. Um, I saw what all took place this week, 
And Mandy, we know Mandy, uh, Brenda and Richard over here in the end, and Amanda. Where's Amanda? Wave your hand, Amanda. Okay, those were the four organizers helping put all this together, but they could not have done it without all of these adults. Adults, thank you so, so much. Can we give them a hand this morning? Thank them for everything that they did. Just an awesome job. Awesome, awesome job. Kids. Um, we're going to dismiss, we're going to give them back to the wild banshees, back to the, to, to the parents here, okay? Uh, why don't we stand, all right? Let's do this. I'm going to uh, pray, and then if you all want to stay.